Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. It is possible that today is my final day doing chewing the fat okay well next to last day to chewing the fat because the powerball drawing tonight is an estimated one billion dollars and that's 516.8 million dollars cash payout so if and when i win that i will be here tomorrow uh and to say talk to you later have a nice life it'll be a short podcast uh, but I will be here. Now, Mega Millions had the drawing last night that we talked about for like $640 million. No one won. So Friday night's drawing, if you're listening live again, today is 7-19-2023. So Friday's drawing, that would be the 19th of July, uh, is now $720 million. I spit on $720 million, okay? That's only $369.6 million cash option. I barely would accept that, all right? But I would, I would, but I barely would accept that. So it's possible. That's possible. I hope that someone that I know, if it's not me, I hope that it's someone I know so that I can ask him for a loan. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So an Australian sailor who had been adrift at sea with his dog for three months has finally been rescued. And he was rescued by a Mexican tuna boat. Now, you've never seen a Mexican tuna boat. If you've been adrift at sea for three months with your dog, you have never been happier to see a Mexican tuna boat. Uh, Timothy Lindsay Shattuck, 54 was on board his incapacitated catamaran, the Aloha Toa, in the Pacific uh, for about uh, 1,200 miles from land when the crew of the boat from the, uh, the, the tuna boat, the Mexican tuna boat, spotted him and rescued him. Incredible. He was uh, in a precarious state when found, lacking provisions and a shelter, The tuna boat's crew gave him medical attention, food, and hydration. Well, yeah, I would hope so. Uh, No kidding. I mean, he's probably getting close to uh, uh, not surviving. (laughs) Uh, You can quote me on that. He was probably getting close to uh, not surviving. So uh, they, you know, he praised them, and he was all happy that they rescued him. But unbelievable. Three months floating around in the ocean with you and your dog. At some point, I don't know how many you know how much food or provisions he had but at some point i mean one of you the dog or you are looking at each other going i'm getting kind of hungry and uh and in my view and a view of chewing the fat this program humans first so at some point when you see the dog looking at you like i'm about to 
have some dinner. That's when you need to eat the dog. That's when you need to end the dog's life because you can't have it. You can't have it. So fortunately, that didn't happen, though, to uh, Timothy Lindsay Shattuck, and he was able to be rescued from the Mexican tuna boat with he and his dog. And they'll have all the stories they'll tell. I mean, maybe they could, I don't know, try that in a small town. What's going on? Jason Eldeen is all in trouble now. Is in the news because of his song, uh, Try That in a Small Town. According to uh, the haters, uh, that uh, promotes lynching in, uh, in America. Oh, it's a pro-lynching song. Huh. Okay. Uh, CMT has pulled it now. They won't air it. It's been out since May. Uh, it's just unbelievable. So last night, Jason actually posted uh, a, uh, a retort to the haters of try that in a small town and he claims that uh he's been accused of releasing a pro lynching song a song that's been out since may i just said that jason i don't know why you're repeating what i said and uh, was subject to the comparison that uh i direct quote was not too pleased with the nationwide blm protest these references are not only meritless but dangerous there is not a single lyric in the song that references race or points to it and there isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage and while i can try and respect others to have their own interpretation of a song with music this one goes too far does it as so many pointed out i was present at route 91 where so many lost their lives on our community recently suffered another heartbreaking tragedy no one including me wants to continue to see senseless headlines or families ripped apart Try that in a small town, for me, as Jason Aldean speaking, refers to the feeling of a community that I had growing up, where we took care of our neighbors, regardless of differences of backgrounds or belief, because they were our neighbors, and that was above any differences. My political views have never been something I've hidden from, and I know that a lot of us in this country don't agree on how we get back to a sense of normalcy where we go at least a day without a headline that keeps us up at night. But the desire for it, that's what this song is about. So try that in a small town. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Sit down. Go ahead. Sit down. Well, there you have it. The pro lynching song excuses from Jason Eldy. I watched this. I mean, it's a country song that's, you know, it's an American country song, red, white, and blue. We love America. Now, is it a coincidence that where he filmed the video outside of the news clips in the video he's in front of uh this uh this town hall building sure there was a lynching there back in the 20s sure there was race riots back in the 40s is he supposed to know that no how do you know history you don't you just like the building and you hang a flag on it and you record your video and you say tell people hey try that in a small town (laughs) you can't be held responsible for history i'm sorry no so you know there's that there is that there is that you know yesterday we talked about uh miranda lambert and her uh 
I gotta stop right now because people are taking pictures in the audience and I don't like that. Uh, pay attention to me. I'm the singer. Ugh. Shut up, Miranda. Can't take it. But then today we find out that the great Taylor Swift has 11 albums on the Billboard 200 for the first time. Wow. So, uh, well, as a matter of fact, uh, she now has her 12th. Okay, so she has 11. Then one more was added today. Number 12. Coming in with us, her Speak Now, Taylor's version, of course, surpassing Barbara Streisand for the most among women. And she became the first living artist in nearly 60 years with four concurrent albums in the top 10. And she also places 11 albums on the entire 200 position chart for the first time. Wow. So she's the only living act with six of the top 20. Wow. Uh, Prince had six of the top 22, only he was dead. All right, he's not alive like Taylor. Uh, So she's the only act to have placed nine simultaneous albums in the top 40. The only living act with 10 of the top 100. Prince had 15 after he died. That's a shame, too. He should have had that while he was alive. Uh, Also, for the most number one albums, the most number one albums overall, tied for third. The Beatles are number one. Uh, Jay-Z is number two with 14. The Beatles have 19. Jay-Z's got a ways to go. Taylor is tied with uh, Drake at 12. Doesn't I mean, when you think top albums, you think Drake and Taylor. And then you have uh, Streisand, who she just beat out, and Bruce Springsteen. Unbelievable. Bruce Springsteen has 11 number one albums. Bruce Springsteen, the boss. Ugh. And got number 10 on the list with uh, 10 albums uh, on the number one list. Uh, Kanye West, Eminem, and of course, the king, Elvis Presley. So congratulations to Taylor Swift. I'll tell you this, uh, Miranda Lambert, I know you're a big star and I'm not familiar with your tour and what's going on, but I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift isn't going to stop in the middle of a song and say, hey, don't take any more pictures of yourself out there when I'm on the stage. Probably not going to happen. So you may want to take a couple of notes. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Well, as long as we're in the break room, we may as well talk a little Royals. Wait. Is this the Royals music? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. This is Sweet Land of Liberty. Okay, stop this right now. No, this is... Okay, well, it's American royalty. Anyway, so we'll go with that. So anyway, I see where, I know it's kind of, kind of sad actually, but I see where King Charles has uh, made a bunch of money uh, with his rent, right? He's made uh, millions of dollars over the year with all the properties he owns and his charging of rent, right? So now I see a story where Prince William has now told dad, hey, you know your little $1.2 million Welsh cottage that you loved so much and you moved into? And, uh, well, that actually belongs to me now. 
And uh, so uh, I'm going to be charging people rent to stay there, and you need to get out. Bye-bye. Is that because that was, nice that was the house when he was a prince, and now because he's the he gets to keep, ooh. Yes. yes. So Chris Cruz joins us for a little Royals talk because Chris told me a story earlier today <laughs> that proves my point 100 and 10,000%. I knew it was coming. Uh, it's moving a little bit uh, slower than I had anticipated. I didn't realize how heavy the ball and chain for Megan was, but it's pretty heavy. And I can understand why. I get it. Well, you don't want to, you don't want to dump her when she was pregnant, right? Well, then, that's why the second kid. Because yep. I thought saved, the divorce the second, was going to happen. The second kid saved the marriage. It did, no question. And then now, do you really want to break up with her? Because now she's going to be a single mom of two under the ages of two. Well, I mean, and a newborn. Look, my deal was is that he was going he's going to take the kids and go back to London. Oh, he has to take the it. kids. So it, the the shot of Harry walking into Windsor Castle with the two kids by himself. The million dollar shot, man. It's gonna be awesome. And it's coming. Oh it's yeah. coming. Because now they they've uh they've got done with the Spotify deal. They dinked around with that. They've got still got the Netflix deal, although that's kind of struggling. But we heard that uh, Harry was going to go to Africa because, I mean, they've taken the money. They've got to do some documentaries for Netflix. And he was going to go to Africa to do that. And uh, Megan wasn't going to go. Well, then I hear, no, Megan's going. There's, and I well, thought. have to stay together, right? And I, there's no way she's going to let him go yeah. and do this documentary by himself in Africa. It's just not going to happen, right? Yep. Apparently not. Yeah. Our royal whisperer. Gave us some good information last night. This literally came out last night at 8.03 okay. Eastern. If you're listening live, today is the 19th of July. Oh, thank you. 2023. The insider says that the Duke and the Duchess are taking time apart to heal and rebuild their bond. Uh, and I quote... Is- Awesome. I mean, it's not awesome. I, anytime oh, no. anyone no. breaks up, it's no. No. just bad. And I quote, this is from the Royal Insider that heard Prince, right? This is the conversation. Okay. And I quote, they're trying to figure out what hit them. Harry doesn't fit in Megan's tacky Tinseltown world. <laughs> and he's hoping to find himself. Yeah, he's going to find himself. All right. He's going to go over to Africa, shoot the documentary, because he has to, being forced to. He's going to come back home. They're going to go out to dinner. You'll see him back together, Harry and Meghan back together again, and then a private jet back to London. Well, with Ariana the Grande and her husband broke up because he didn't know how much fame she had. Right. And that was a two-year marriage <laughs> that no one even uh, knew uh, they were uh, married. Uh, 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 I'm pretty good about my celebrities. I did not know they were married. Uh, I don't know that I did either. But. And then Sofia Vergara and the other guy are getting divorced too. So, right. Yes. Yeah, they're getting rid of the whole toy house and everything. Yeah. It's all done. Yeah, it's all done. So, divorce is the phrase of the week at is. Hollywood, is. which is where they reside right now. I know. Which is where he finds himself at the tacky Tinseltown world. Yeah, they're at a crossroads. I love yeah. Megan and... I just I love her, but I just 
can't figure her out. And I don't know where we're at. And it's just tough to be with her. I, so, just, I miss my family. I miss the footman. Oh, yes. I miss all of it. Well, if you think about it, royalty and celebrity are two different worlds. Two completely different. And Megan found that out. Oh, she right? did. Megan found that out. She wanted to always, despite her, what she said. She wanted to be a princess. I didn't realize what it meant to be. Shut up. You did you want to, to be, be a, a princess. princess forever. And the queen said no, because you're black. R- oh, sorry. That- Grandpa told you. Grandpa told you. Don't marry the actresses. Grandpa They're said, the side dude. Piece. They're, yes. And this is not us making it around. up. No, that's no, what he said. He actually told them this. Yes. Um, and you know it was Grandpa oh, who 100%. said. Oh, 100%. Well, but the kid's going to be black. We're not sure, are we? Why do you think the pictures were taken so long to be shown? Right. Remember we talked. Oh, my gosh. Remember when the Because we thought they were going to do the whole Michael Jackson. Yes. And remember the queen went over there early. Yes. She was check pu- on the kid. She was pushing. Yes. And the queen is like. Hmm. Yes. No, no. Yes. Hmm. No. <laughs> no, no. No, if that, no. If, that if the hair yeah. continues the- to look like that, we're done. Okay, that's not happening. I mean, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> if I pass my white gloves and it's hair, <laughs> it doesn't go back quick. I mean, they're lucky it didn't happen. They're lucky it didn't happen. That is true. The royal blood actually And by the way, out. if we remember, the first picture that was taken and published was in black and white. Yeah, they were They were, a they were still afraid yeah. that the, the, the kid would not match Never the know. royal color. How long does it last? <laughs> I mean, it's there, terrible. There's it's more. Terrible. There's so anyway. We get sidetracked. We get sidetracked. I know. Uh, but another source, uh, another royal source tells us that they are under tremendous financial pressure to fund their lavish Heck California yeah. lifestyle, including their $14 million mansion yeah, I mean, and security costs, which, calm down, we all know that is still flipping for that. And they said they weren't, though. Mm. They said they weren't. Um, the stress, coupled with their emotional issues, <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of that. Yeah. has likely made life a living hell well, of course it has megan thought she was going to be welcomed and kind of was welcomed into the into the hollywood elite because of harry yeah but she thought the jobs would come yes well the jobs did come well Let, let's slow down here different than what because she had disney, anticipated disney made an offer and she took it she got the offer for the books for the little kids books then she got the the spotify she got, she the, got netflix, the netflix she got the hulu she everybody came to the table and said here the problem is the other two freaking millennials right yeah they gotta yeah. work they, they don't want to work they just want the free money well here's the thing that's the prince and princess kind of mindset so you got the right mindset but with the wrong career if you want to think about it like that. I love this part. Taking time apart on different continents will hopefully help them find whatever they need to do to move on. The biggest thing, according uh, to Harry... It is done. According to Harry and this insider, which I think it has to be someone closer to Harry than to her. But um, he said that the interviews that they had lined up for this... I don't know if you heard this one. The interviews that they had lined up for Spotify, because they had a Spotify oh, yeah. deal, well, Archie Podcast, whatever we want to call they it. Didn't wanna, they didn't want to, they, they weren't working. Hell, they had to beg them to do shows. Okay, exactly. But according to Harry, he already had lined up Donald Trump, oh, Mark wow. Zuckerberg, 
Vladimir Putin. Zuck, I believe. Vladimir Putin and Pope Francis. Wow. Which left the executive puzzle on why they didn't turn Even anything that, in. That's true, right? I know. You, know. you know he's talking to Zuck. Zuck's going to talk to him. And yes. the Pope is going to talk to him. Well, those two. Those the two Pope alone. works for the crown. Sorry. Sorry to bust your bubble there. Um, but I love this because part. even myself, had I become pope when I you would have talked to him, I right? Talked to him, yeah. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll 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 end with this because this is where I feel like the divorce will happen. But that is awesome. I mean, if that's true, yeah, that was a great true, landup. But those interviews are Harry interviews. Those are not yes. Meghan interviews. No, you know he's no, he's not going to give it to Megan. Those are no, not. Those are, which which Meghan again, would just be sitting think, there on her hands. I think the whisper. That is leaking us information is a hairy fan yes. that came from the royal because this this leaker says Harry is embarrassed for the dis- distressious oh no the 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 disastrous run of bad PR that includes the them being mocked yeah. for the paparazzi fueled them being mocked for the high speed chase and the princess book. The Prince's book, uh, Spare. Spare. Um, and he's also embarrassed of the uh, Harry and Meghan documentary. Uh, I mean, that means he's embarrassed of everything. Everything they've done since they left. Everything. So I think we said it was going to be 2022. Yeah, the first one was this, was uh, the Right after the, the year, COVID. And then, uh, then the new kid came along, right? Then she, then she got, oh, we can't break up. I'm pregnant. Which, by the way, Archie's already four. Lily Beth is already two. Right, right, right. So they've lasted a lot longer than I had anticipated. That's what I mean. The chain that Megan has is pretty heavy. Yeah. Pretty heavy. But after the funeral and then dad becoming king and him not being, you know, she was there and couldn't go to the thing. And I think it's going right to be back. literally election 2024. When the new president takes over. This is when this happened. <laughs> you have no idea. I forgot. I forgot about the fake car chase. Yeah, in the mock in New York. Out of out of anywhere, a car chase will happen. The fake car in New chase York. was so bad. Nobody believed it. No, no one then, believed it. And then the part is like where they had a, the sad part about. I think the more sad part, not like they got caught on the lie. The sad part is they had to go to Hertz, a company that filed for bankruptcy to get the rental. I know, and they and the reason. Then we found out that the reason that they were actually traveling uh, so far away is because they were too cheap or didn't have too the cheap. money to have a stay at the suites. They were staying at a friend's place. A friend's, well, again, you are a prince, literally by blood. You're a prince, and you have to deal with this crap. I know. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
Who died today? Who died today? Okay, Christine Chavez, 27, is uh, now dead. At uh, uh, She was uh, laying in the tall grass of a park in Modesto, California, and an employee riding a John Deere tractor um, with one of those big pull-behind mowers swept the area, and... Uh, yeah, she was she was run over and strewn across the grass. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm not laughing. Stop it. All right. The unidentified worker said he didn't see her. Uh, what are you going to do? She's laying in the grass. You can't see him. So he'd already made a pass through the grass, and then he realized, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Stop it. So then he called 911. And, uh, yeah, she was, she was already gone. Now, family members said that their grief has been compounded by what they called disrespectful botched cleanup. Yeah, their grief wasn't because they left a family member homeless sleeping in the park in tall grass. That wasn't, there's not, there's no grief there. Don't, don't be silly, Jeff. What are you even talking about? No, the grief was, is that it was a botched cleanup. Apparently, when they came by the park to see where they'd lost her, there was still still some of her laying around. <laughs> Would you stop laughing? It's not funny. It's not funny at all. I mean, we have to go see the place because we wanted some kind of closure. And then looking at the ground and we see... Well, they saw chunks. I, I, they assumed that it was her. We don't know that it was her. They're saying it was her. But, you know, we're just assuming that it was her. And they, since they assumed it was her, they got upset. So they believe that uh, uh, they take more time cleaning up a dog from the street. Well, the dog was laying in the street blocking traffic. So Christine Chavez, very sad. Very sad in, uh, in a California park. Uh, so apparently the park was uh, just sold. It had been neglected, which is why uh, some of the other homeless people in the area said, oh yeah, she goes over there and sleeps in the grass. That's where she sleeps. I'm glad the family didn't have any grief about that. But uh, it was just sold to a new company, and that's what this guy was doing in his John Deere tractor coming along, you know, mowing the grass. And uh, Christine was, I'm sure she didn't suffer. I'm sure she didn't suffer. Christine Chavez dead at the age of 27. Oh, one more who died today, too. Who died today? The number of people who died in connection with Kenya's doomsday cult has now crossed 400. The detectives have exhumed 12 more bodies that I mean, the, the pastor is already in custody. Uh, pastor Paul McKenzie, who's linked to the cult based in the forested area of Amalinda, uh, which is coastal Kenya. For those of you who aren't aware, uh, this is Kenya. Here, I hold up my hand. This is Kenya. Coastal Kenya is right there. And that's where it is. And uh, the Coast uh, Regional Commissioner, Oroda Anyangcha, 
Uh, so the number of those who have died has risen to 403 with 95 people rescued of the doomsday cult. Remember, we talked about when they first arrested this guy, the preacher man, Paul McKenzie, he told his followers to starve to meet Jesus. Now, I just want to go on record. As Chewing the Fat host, Jeff Fisher, you're never going to get me in that cult. I'm not going to be in that cult. Okay, I'm all I'm all for fasting. I do whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do to meet Jesus, you go ahead. But I'm not joining in in the starve to meet Jesus cult. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can always email the show, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can order a cameo from me. That's not free, but uh, at JeffyJFR is cameo. Uh, you know, I'll be happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, uh, or, uh, you know, happy anniversary, happy birthday, whatever you need. Cameo is my pimp, so you just go there, and they book me, and I do what you need to do. That's the way it works. Um, and you can always uh, go follow me, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That would be great. Also, um, one of the other shows that we do is uh, Talking Walking Dead under the uh, under the Chewing the Fat banner. And uh, I'm going to be talking to uh, Jason Butchell here in a second. Uh, he went on a road trip. And uh, we were talking on uh, Monday when we were doing Talking Walking Dead. And I don't know if it made it to the show or not. <laughs> so much yapping going on in my life. I don't remember what's on the air and what's off the air. But I wanted to talk to him about his uh, road trip on his motorcycle, Mr. Sons of Anarchy, uh, crossing the country. But it's some fascinating stuff. So I want to get Jason in here and talk to him about his road trip uh, before the end of today. Interesting news coming from Meta, or Facebook. Uh, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said his company is going to open source the code underpinning its latest large language model, you know, Llama 2, meaning developers can use it to research or commercial purposes for free. He's releasing the tech uh, he worked on for years, and he said that Meta believes... This is Zuckerberg. Meta believes open sourcing will allow developers to discover problems with the software, ultimately leading to a better product and more influence for Meta. Uh, interesting, because OpenAI, uh, Microsoft, and Google, on the other hand, have offered limited access to their AI tools. Uh, in fact, uh, Microsoft announced and their stock prices uh, rose yesterday because they announced new pricing for its AI subscription service. And they're talking about an additional $30 a month for their AI subscription service. Uh, holy cow. I mean, that's reoccurring subscriptions, right? I mean, you're talking about uh, the businesses that have Microsoft's uh, continuing software also are going to have to spend more for the ai on top of that okay but zuck says i'm going to let you use it for free but hey uh you have to sign on the dotted line here so any stuff that you find out or new stuff that you find uh that belongs to me i guarantee you that's what's going to happen guarantee because i mean that's i know threads is deads now but uh you know that's i mean that's the deal with threads right everybody moved on to threads but it's just more information for zuck and the advertising campaign of meta 
So, all right. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. Thank you. We, no, no, no. No, no. We appreciate you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. I said uh, earlier I wanted to talk to uh, Jason Buttrell, who, of course, is a co-host of uh, Talking Walking Dead, along with uh, my son, Maximus. We do that uh, once a week. And uh, Jason and I were talking on Monday, and I, I don't know that we did it on the air or off the air, but we talked a little bit about his road trip. And uh, his uh, road trip was on his motorcycle, which is what kind of motorcycle is it again? Harley Davidson. Yeah, I know. You has a special lowrider ST. Yeah, oh, jeez. <laughs> and so I was wondering about the Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. You know, the seventies book from uh, the you know the the philosophy book from the seventies. And uh, you obviously are not a fan of the seventies philosophy. I love the 70s Zen, in general. Zen and the art of <laughs> motorcycle maintenance. Best music ever. But we were, <laughs> well, we were, uh, I, we were talking and I, I, I followed your trip as best I could on the social media accounts because you, you posted a few things on your Twitter, which is at Jason Buttrell <laughs> on Twitter. And uh, the one picture that I loved was you with, I guess, was the Sons of Anarchy people. And <laughs> Come on. When you did a selfie of yourself with the Sons of Anarchy people behind you, everyone in the picture had their face turned away from the camera except you. It was <laughs> awesome. I knew they were all criminals right then. Come on, I knew, man. I was like, okay, they're all Sons of Anarchy right then. Come it was, on. It was you. I'm on the road with these guys. They've all got their head turned. They've all got their helmet on. There's no way you know who they are. Anyway, it was awesome. So it, it was with my club that I rode up so it was it was three thousand miles in general okay so that and so you speaking you started here in dfw yeah. right uh, uh dallas fort worth in texas uh and you drove uh or you rode sorry up to uh idaho right yeah and, and then you uh rode ba- rode back but you went a different way going and coming right Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did because we so on the, on the route up there. I was with my club. They, they like last minute. I was going up the, up to Idaho to see some friends. So last minute, I found out that they were riding over to California. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just uh, ride with you guys up to okay. Idaho. They kind of saw me there, and then they pushed off to California. I stayed in my Idaho route. for about I'm a out. week. Yeah, um, but yeah. So it was with the club. It was really cool. It was hardcore, man. It's I'm. I'm 45, and I know there's a lot older people that do this than I do, but I had never done a trip like that before. So, and it's kind of like my bike is not exactly built just right off the factory floor to do a trip like that for a guy my size because I'm 6'5. So I had to make a lot of tweaks to get that thing dialed in right. to actually get through it. But, dude, 
my butt was hurting, my hips were hurting. I felt like an old man, Jeffy, on this. <laughs> like straight up. It was fun, but I felt like an old man. Well, I saw I saw your uh your breakdown of the bike with your uh yeah. you know, with your wind protector and your bags, your special leather bags and you're getting shout outs to companies that make them. I hope they're giving you free stuff. Oh, I was trying hard. I, know. <laughs> I, I was like know. tagging them all I in there. I know exactly what you were doing. <laughs> but the uh anybody cool through yet no those bastards i know but if you're listening now uh but uh so the one thing that i was fascinated with is your uh foot rest uh you screwed up on that bro didn't you they have those little small ones for the little baby feet that's man i mean i my feet are 13s and i mean as you know your son probably like your son's well your son's probably like a no, size 20 this is bigger than 13s, yeah. <laughs> but i mean they don't make stuff that fits us no they don't at all that's something I'm going to have to remedy for sure. I will say this though, Jason, uh, I have struggled with making things that not that don't fit. Uh, you know, there are clothes though, that I've purchased oh, over the years. I didn't. I wouldn't know. Yeah, well, I just I let mean... you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've, I've had an issue with that uh, finding things that fit properly. But yeah, they have big and tall XXXXL They do. They do. Stores. But some of the stuff is not proper. <laughs> 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 that's not a problem anyway uh so you know you, you you at least were somewhat comfortable right I mean, yeah 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 um and it, i mean right and riding with a group like that's kind of difficult because you're on more of a schedule and so we were riding like two and a half hours till you're empty you know and then you'd like take a quick little 20 minute break jump right back on do it up two and go and yeah but i actually on the way back i rode down my i rode back two days by myself and that was actually pretty dang awesome. And I specifically did it to like, you know, like I'm sure you've taken some of these trips before where you take like a lot of the back roads. My, uh, my wife forces me to go on these trips, man. Oh, man. But I love them. I love them. I saw, you ever heard of this? Uh, there's a show that I watched back in the day. It was called Long Way Round with Ewan McGregor and like his best friend. Yes. I mean, that's an old show that's been around for that was a long time ago. So, oh, yeah. But they, they, they just did like a recent one, uh, you know, in addition to it. I think like last year or two years ago, it was like this time it was Long Way Up. And it was, you know, the the very tip of South America right. all the way up through North America. But um, I remember back then when that first first season came out, maybe I think it was his friend said that even if you've traveled before, you know, you haven't really experienced it unless you've done it off the back of a motorcycle. And that is straight true because you smell everything. Sometimes that's not a good thing, but I mean, you'll smell you'll you can tell the difference in the small towns just by the food that you smell. It's wild. Right. I mean, you think about it. Like, if you if you drive through, I don't know, Washington State, little small towns there, and you drive through, I don't know, Louisiana or Florida. Absolutely, think about different. the smells. Completely that completely different. You get a completely different experience. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in touch with some of these like small towns and rural areas because they're struggling right now. And the wild thing was, is while I'm taking this trip. Uh, on I think Friday was when I was going through the majority of these towns. I was going through Indian, Indian reservations, small little rural towns. I love the Indian reservations. And the last time I went through there, um, I went through the uh, Indian reservation. I was in an automobile, though, so I didn't get the full smell. Um, uh, I noticed that many of the residences, which are you know double wides, uh, have tires on the roof. Why is that? Mm-hmm. 
why do they have tires on the roof? And I don't know the answer. I'm guessing maybe because the wind comes along and blows the roof off That's so the tires think. keep on. Or maybe it's just a place to go, yeah, I got a spare for the truck that's up on the roof. I don't know. I think it's the wind because sometimes you'll see big rocks yeah, on, yeah. on top instead yeah. of the tires. It was just fascinating to me. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Look at all these tires on the roof. But when I, but that, that day, I think it was Friday, was when the big Blaze uh, Media Summit was. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And I remember I pulled off to the side and I saw uh, – uh, I saw the Mike Pence, Tucker Carlson, like back and forth where he was like, not my concern. That was. Even though it wasn't really. I you know, know but I mean? it was. He'll never live. He'll, look. Could have torpedoed his campaign. I believe it did. I yeah. mean, there's no way he outlives that now. Just I mean, because he didn't listen fully to the question. <laughs> I, he absolutely. If you, you know, you actually listen to the whole thing. He was talking about Tucker's point of people not knowing where Ukraine was and you know tucker throwing his point i've heard that from you before tucker that's not my concern but the way it sounded and came off yeah man he's never he's done he's it, never gonna get, oh yeah be over he can he can he can make excuses till the cows come home now right and the thing is that that was like it wasn't really what he meant but i think the majority of us now that and after riding through some of these communities we don't believe that you do have concern. That's for sure. We, we, That's you don't. for sure. You talk about all these things, you know, about, and, and the left is probably, is not probably, they are the worst at this with like talking about the plight of, you know, insert random select care. group yeah. and, and making it sound like they actually care and using it for their advantage. They don't give a crap about these communities, Jeffy. Nope. Um, it was funny. I, I was sitting, one of the mornings, I was sitting in a bre- uh, bed and breakfast about ready to take off and there were these two old men sitting behind me. And they were like, "Do you hear that? What Mike Pence told Tucker Carlson about not cra- caring, giving a crap?" And you could tell they lived in that town, right? And that they were severely, they were seriously pissed off. And then they should have been seriously pissed off. Was that at the El Rancho? That was not at the El Rancho. This was th- that was this one. It was in uh, where was it? Oh, Monticello. Utah, Southern Utah. Was that the Hotel El Per. El Rancho? No, that's they yeah, had the hotel the, with El Rancho. That was the one on Route 66. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that right. was freaking awesome, one. man. That was like so that that place, I guess so and and have you been to that part of the country where everything looks like it's, you know, like a Wile E. Coyote cartoon? Yes. <clears throat> you know, with the rock yes. face, everything. The arches made out of rock, all this stuff. Well, um, the El Rancho is where so that area is where they would shoot all like the the westerns from the fifties and sixties. So uh, people like John Wayne, all the other, you know, like classic cowboys of the day, they would stay, they and the cast would stay at the El Rancho Hotel. That's how they made a living, man. That's how they survived. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, in every single room is named after one of the actors that John stayed Wayne in the hotel. peed in this room. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had some, actually, one of the biggest legends of the El Rancho, and it's right there on Route 66 in Gallup, uh, New Mexico. Is that um, I, I, I was walking up to one of the bars, and the bar is like all old school. You know, some of it's made out of you know like that old school brick. And uh, the uh, one of the hotel people was like, "Yeah, so you know the one of the biggest you know things claims the fame here is that uh, John Wayne, after filming such and such movie, was so like hot and tired that he rode his horse into the hotel <laughs> right up to that bar and ordered a whiskey. Yeah, I was like, hell yeah! That's awesome. That's but of awesome. course he would. You, know? you see that cigarette butt over there? That belonged to John Wayne. Still there. <laughs> <laughs> Still that's there. awesome. Don't you dare. No, that's close enough. Just leave it there. Well, what, what, what's, what's so tragic about, and I hate, I, I now utterly, 
So if you live in DFW, LA, any other big city, you already hate the interstates and freeways because yeah. they suck. But I hate them even more now because a lot of these towns, man, they have those oh, gyms. The well, the interstates one. killed these small towns. Oh, killed them. Just killed them. And I mean, it's they, tragic. They just killed them. So much history right there. And there's still like, today, like people still want to take vacations like that. You know, the classic American yes. road trip. And it's, it's, it's hard. If you want to do Route 66, you got to get up on the 40. You got to get back off the 40. Back, you know, like back and forth, back and yeah. forth. But people still do it. I met like multiple people oh, yes. that were taking Absolutely. that trip. Absolutely, I've, 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 we've, we've done it. Uh, not specifically uh, for that, but it, it ends up being that. You know, you go somewhere and then you go, okay, well, we're going to go the long way home. Yeah. You know, and, and take those trolls. I, I love it. And, did you did um, you know Route 66 ends in at the Santa Monica Pier? California. That's the end of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that, but it's funny when I lived in Cal when I lived in Los Angeles, we went to the Santa Monica Pier, and there's this. If, if you go, to, it's still there to this day. There's this like almost like a monument, but it's like an information center to Route 66. The end of 66, <clears throat> yeah. And there's one dude that I don't know who who pays him, but that's his one job. Is the poor guy just sits there, and every once in a while, someone comes up and looks at it and goes, "Hey." Did you know that this is the endpoint to Route 66? <laughs> Let me tell you about Route 66 and the history. I'm like, you know, oh, if you shit. back up, if you if you <clears throat> walked backwards 1,254 miles, you'd see where John Wayne peed <laughs> on a horse. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. That's nice. That's Thank good. you. That's awesome. I, I could run that booth. No yeah. problem. I'd be happy to. So some of the did you have interactions with people in the small towns? I mean, you talk about that's the best know, part, I, and not necessarily the the. Uh, you know the hotels or you know the the gas i guess where you'd have the interaction is the gas station right i mean you pull into a town and that's where the interaction takes place right okay yeah and i got two big stories from that first one let me tell you so i, I was right talk about the indian reservations i was riding through this one i think was maybe a ute reservation or navajo i, I don't remember but um i i pulled into one gas station and i'm i'm still i'm solo still at this point I have my motorcycle cut, you know, vest on. Well, it says of anarchy. You have to support the colors. Gotcha, I know, man. I'm with you. And, uh, and it's got, it's, it's, mine has a big uh, marine eagle globe and anchor on the back. So I'm, I'm gassing up. And it's, this part is like just a gas station. There's nothing around it except maybe like a few like project style houses kind of off okay. in the distance. And that's what they look like. It looks yeah, like government I, built. That, and that's what they are. Like yeah. UN almost style houses. And uh, there's this guy and he's an indian he looks like maybe he's in his 50s and he starts yelling at me and he's like making this weird like high pitch noise and doing all this weird stuff and i didn't know what what he's going on about so eventually i got pissed and i walked over and i was like hey buddy do you have a problem and he looked at me like shocked and he stood up and jeffy burst into tears Oh my gosh! He bursts into tears, and immediately, I, you know, it took me back, and you could tell his, through his eyes, and you know, he, he's well, you know, he's on meth, hardcore. I mean, like, like what are the symptoms? I, right? I am like, aware of, like, of the look. Yes. Like, 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 how does it feel? You know, if you're, you know, yeah, it depends on the the amount that you've taken okay. throughout, throughout the day. But I understand. You got yeah. it. You got it. Well, so so he's bursting into tears. He hugs me, and I'm like, oh, wow, not so. I hug him back, and he's like. I've been trying for two weeks just to get someone to acknowledge my existence. So he's screaming at you uh, or screaming at the world while you're there hoping you acknowledge his existence. Screaming at the world is the best yeah. way to put it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I just immediately felt bad for him, you know, and he's like, yeah. he's like, ah, uh, at first I was pissed off. 
there's no way in hell I'm giving this guy any money, you know. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, I, I haven't had a job in years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, it's you just my guard completely went down. But I mean, that right there is the it, it it's a it's an example of the plight in a lot of like not only like Native American. So like, I talked to a, at at when I was in Monticello, uh, New Mexico, when I stopped in at that bed and breakfast, I talked to this Navajo Nation woman, and she was like, I had to move out of my reservation away from my family just to go to this small town. There's maybe two thousand people in this town, something like that. Because the school systems actually function here. She goes, they don't on the reservation. Wow. She goes, you can't walk out at night because now the crime on the reservation is so high. And she was like, the tribal police do the best they can, but they're overwhelmed. And I was like, well, what's the primary, what's driving most of the crime? She goes, meth. 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 Yeah, big time. She's like, and I, I, and I just, I, I, I try not to get political on some of these conversations, but I said, what do you think about certain politicians that, you know, use you know, like the native plight as like an election springboard. And she goes, oh, she, she knew everything. She's like, she goes, oh, now they have an interior secretary that just because she's Native American, they think that they care. And she's like, they don't give a crap. She goes, they give a crap about talking about no us. No kidding. But not helping us. I was like, exactly. And, but I mean, witnessing that firsthand and then driving through, like getting off the reservation. I remember I was in Colorado driving through, stopped at this small town, talked to this lady that was either in her 50s or 70s. She had a hard life. Right. You could tell. Yeah. And I'm filling up, and she goes, Marine, huh? It sounded like she had just got finished smoking <laughs> and then awesome. swallowing razor blades. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Marine, huh? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, my first husband was Marine in Korea. And I was like, first husband? <laughs> my, your follow-up is automatically, well, how many husbands have there been? <laughs> how many have you killed? <laughs> four. You know, it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like four or five. You know, awesome. I think it was four. And she's like, yeah, every single one's been in the military, blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, I guess I got a type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she goes, she go, and so I'm like, I'm talking to her briefly. And it's, there's, people are so informed and connected no matter where you go. She goes, I more just. More than you think, that's for sure. A lot more than more you than, think. More than, for, for whatever reason, you think they, that you're not. Right. And, and, and that that's not true. And that's not true. And you, and you, would, you also kind of think that, well, maybe they're not as deep thinking. You know, and that's and that's a that's a problem that the elites on the coast have. Yes, and we in big cities, we all have that. Right, we all have, and I say we because we all have that same bias. Right, that seems that way. Yeah, you know, but when you step back, you realize nah, it's not really the way. Exactly, it's not not at all. And she she was tell she starts talking about how you know Biden just called up reservists, and she's like she she I remember she kind of ended our conversation on I wish they would just leave you boys alone. And I was like, wow. that is like, I got to write this down. Like everything wow. you just said, I got to write down. It's like, it, it was just amazing. But I mean, they were talking about like, they, they have a grand vision of everything that's going on in the country and the world. And it's so much more powerful because it's localized. Like the, everything trickles down and affects people in rural, rural areas the hardest. Yeah. And whether it was meth, which was everywhere, that, that was, the, that was the, one of the biggest problems in every single small town. Crime, which is now skyrocketing in these places, which before didn't have crime. Well, I mean that's a that's a fallout from the Matthews, I mean, yep. from the drugs. I know, sure. and that's I mean, it, you know, you attribute that directly to like border border policy and just decriminalization. I mean, that's where's where's it? I mean, hello, it's coming from there. Oh yeah. I mean, I know the guys are you know busy cooking their own meth out back in the UN building, but uh, you know that's because they're getting 
you know that's coming across the border yeah i mean it 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 made me it 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 made me angry at you know just like the political landscape even more which i kind of stay angry at it always anyway <laughs> but um because you know like so for instance if you're either on the left or the right you have to be aware of this you were probably driven through some of these areas for one, let's say it's like so, so a, a good guy, so he knows how how to like improve the community and you know make changes so that things get better. On the other side, they're just looking for things to exploit, and they're right. looking at these towns, population two thousand, and they're just looking at okay, yeah, this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem. These are the things I'm going to promise. These are the stories I'm going to tell just to take advantage of during my campaign. Do I have any intention of fixing it? No. I don't give a crap. Doesn't about matter. That. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter whether I fix it or not. Yeah, I've just pointed it out, and you think I'm going to. Yep. Yeah, I know. Really sad, man. Really I, sad. Now, do you have appreciation for the country more since the trip? Oh yeah, because you know my my stepdad uh, he always joked around about uh, uh, you know, he traveled all over this country and he flew around. I mean, he traveled all over the world in the military. But his favorite saying was that. Uh, you know, you don't need to be traveling around the world till you see what we have in the United States because we got this country is amazing and see this first. Oh yeah, well, th- so th- that was the we talked about the Route 66 thing and back in the day in the heyday th- that was considered. And I found this out from our gentleman at the uh, Santa Monica Pier booth at the booth. Um, Man's got my job. <laughs> yeah, that's the retirement plan. One day <laughs> I'm coming for your job, dude. Um, but like that was considered the vacation. Like, there was no, oh, let's go to Europe, you know, let's do this and this. Right. The vacation was starting when, where, like in Chicago, and then getting everybody in the in the station wagon, yep. and then making that trek. There were so many things to see. It's almost like a new world once you hit Utah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost like a, it's not this planet. So, I mean, like, dude, they didn't care about going to see the Coliseum, you know, or Big Ben, you know, in, right. in London. Why would you do that when you can literally almost kind of walk the the the, uh, the, the sands of Mars yeah. in right Zion here. National Park in Utah, you right know, or here. something like that? Yes. Yeah, it's like you, you really didn't need to, but like that was the goal was to go all the way down and then you ended at a beach, you know, where Hollywood was and all that. I mean, right. I mean, this country is amazing. We, ha- is. we have it all. And the people, you know, as I'm sure many people have taken trips like this, uh, is, are probably the best part. The scenery, everything to do, all that stuff is cool and all, but the people are pretty much the best part yes. of it. Yes. Even high on meth. Even high on meth. <laughs> Just leave it at that right there. <laughs> Jason Buttrell, thank you. Thanks. Even high on meth. America, baby. <laughs> and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.